Hey there, everyone. Welcome back to Aloha and Peace. This is Dr. J. If you're listening to the sound of my voice at this time, I want you to know that you were meant to listen. And the meaning that you create with the sounds, in between the sounds, underneath all of it, is everything that you need in order for you to make the connections that need to be made now in order for you to take that next step within your healing journey and your, your discovery to who you really are. Now, whether you are listening to this at this point in time with the intention of learning something new to make your life better, or perhaps you're listening to this with perhaps no particular intention, but just listening because you were guided to listen to it unconsciously. So if you press play, there's a reason why you press play. And truly, if you could imagine that the being or beings that created us, that put us here, that really brought us together in this life experience are so intelligent that the level of intelligence or creativity that we could possibly imagine exists is beyond our capacities to be able to explore fully. You could imagine that the things that you experience, every single thing you see, every single thing you hear, all the thoughts that you have, perhaps our reactions to the perfection of life that exists within a series of imperfections put there with purpose. There is nothing in this world that you experience on any day or in any moment that is there by accident. And so if you're listening to this now, there must be a reason why you are. There must be a purpose or a sense of direction that helps you to connect the dots for you to help you to fulfill why you're here. Now, why you're here, your life purpose, if you will, isn't something you work towards achieving. It's something that you sit back into the being of your presence and your essence to allow to unfold and manifest naturally. Consider now that perhaps the next step that you need to take towards self-help, healing, growth, discovery, simply exists within the realm of stepping beyond your comfort zone, stepping beyond that box that we put boundaries around ourselves to experience this world in a safe way, in a way that wasn't meant to be experienced, then we can consider this concept of stepping beyond our comfort zone, stepping beyond this box to simply be one of completely letting go of any attachments to the way things need to be and allowing energy to direct your movements, to direct your thoughts. Now, stepping beyond the comfort zone for me, for as long as I could remember, has always been a concept that I recoiled thinking about because it meant that I needed to struggle. It meant I needed to be someone else that I wasn't. That phrase, fake it till you make it, that's what I thought of when I thought of stepping outside my comfort zone. But you see, the thing about stepping outside our comfort zones could be something as simple as harnessing curiosity. So when we harness curiosity, we are opening ourselves up to the opportunities of living a life without boundaries. Now, if you could imagine that stepping beyond your comfort zone, stepping outside your box of comfort, simply meant that you were curious about what you did not know yet, then perhaps doing those things that once felt like a struggle, that once felt like you had to wade through really deep, mucky waters, is simply an adventure. And so taking on this perception or perspective that stepping beyond your comfort zone is as simple, as fun, as Harnessing curiosity, 
as knowing that perhaps when you go into the deepest part of you, you understand that everything you experience in this world is a simple mirror projection of who you are inside, then having a sense of adventure, wanting to experience and explore what you don't yet know, whether it's on a hike, whether it's looking up at the sky, whether it's looking within and taking deep breaths, whatever that looks like to you now, perhaps stepping beyond your comfort zone can be as easy as taking an adventure, full of excitement, full of wonderful surprises. Because when you think about the way that we're wired, we're wired to want to be curious. We're wired to be, for lack of a better term, sucked into this flow of learning, of connecting the dots. And so if you could just simply sit back and ride that wave, then stepping beyond your comfort zone isn't something you need to resist. And it doesn't feel like you have to be someone else that you're not to step beyond your comfort zone. It's just a matter of being curious. Now, one of those things that for a really long time kept me from stepping outside my comfort zone was a belief that perhaps whatever it was that I was facing or whatever it was that I wanted to um, undo or do better wasn't something that I could do on my own. When we come across a fear that we can't do something, it could very well stop us dead in our tracks. So today I wanted to share a couple different exercises that we could do to go beyond that fear of, I can't do this. To put it into psychological terms, this is called self-efficacy. Self-efficacy is a belief that you can achieve what goal you want to set. Your self-efficacy is probably the biggest contributing factor to whether or not you succeed in any goal or ultimately your life. So when we think about self-efficacy, that belief, that attitude, I can do what comes my way, it's very important for us to harness that particular mindset so that we can succeed in the different goals and the different visions that we set for ourselves. I highly encourage you to take up one or more of the following different exercises that we discuss in the next few minutes. I'm going to give you four separate different exercises that you can practice moving forward to help you to increase that sense of self-efficacy. So in whatever area of your life you feel like you can't do something, I challenge you to try one of the four different exercises and really keep at it with whichever one feels good or you can do all four in whatever particular area of your life that you're thinking of that gives you that feeling of, oh, I can't do this so that you can go beyond that feeling of I can't do this to master something new and to expand and grow. So the first way that we can harness that feeling of I can do this is through something called a mastery experience. Mastery experiences are experiences that you have on a personal level that helps you to, in essence, prove to yourself that you can do it. So for example, when I was a little kid and I was learning how to play the piano, I remember being so frightened by this idea that I I could ever learn to play the piano like my piano teacher. And I remember looking through, flipping through different piano books and seeing all of these odd symbols and notations on pages and pages. And I thought, this is a completely new language. I don't even know if I can do this. But learning to play the piano wasn't about sitting in front of the piano on that bench with a piece of music that was completely out of my reach. In fact, it was all about starting from where I was. So if you want to have a mastery experience, I want you to start and begin wherever you are. And all you have to do is focus on just taking one step. 
Now you're going to set a goal to taking that one first step and you're going to meet that goal. When you meet that goal, I want you to then set another milestone step and I want you to meet that goal and I want you to feel, truly feel deep within your core what it's like to master that experience, no matter how big or small at that point in time. This is why a lot of runners, for example, when they go back to running or when they're beginning to run, like to set small goals. And this is something that I learned to harness for myself. So if I were out on a day where I didn't particularly feel the inspiration to go running when I used to run, I would look ahead and a few hundred feet in front of me, I would see a fire hydrant. And I would say, just get to that fire hydrant. Never mind the five miles you want to run. Just get to that fire hydrant. And I would. And by the time I got to that fire hydrant, I would say, look ahead and find something, just one thing that you could run to next that you know you could get to. And I would set that as my motivation. So by the time I reached the mailbox, I would say, okay, I see that big oak tree. I'm going to run to that big oak tree and that's it. That's all I have to worry about now. But by the time the oak tree came up, I was still feeling pretty good because the past three goals that I had set for myself, I had already met. So I began to build a momentum. Once you have momentum, you can keep going. And this is why when we create large goals, it's very easy to get overwhelmed. And all you need to do is set smaller goals. So that's the first challenge. How can you create different mastery experiences for you to increase the sense of I can do this? The second challenge or experience or activity that you can do is called vicarious experiences. Now this is on the flip side of mastery experiences. Vicarious experiences gives you the opportunity to look at someone else that has done exactly what you want to do, or perhaps slightly similar to what you want to do. And I want you to watch that person, how they met that goal. This is why a lot of people quote, success leaves behind clues. So all you need to do is find someone that's done what you want to do and just watch them. And you see, the thing is, the way that our brains are wired, our brains are wired not to understand the difference between imagined and real. So when you can watch someone do what they're doing, and you can then imagine yourself doing that very thing, your brain doesn't understand that you're imagining it. And so when you can do it within your imagination and your thoughts, you can then, because remember, this world, the experiences you have now are just a simple mirror projection of what's happening inside. If on the inside, you're already doing what you want to do, then on the outside, it's inevitable but to show up in that way. A third way you can increase self-efficacy is through something called verbal persuasion. And the easiest way I can consider teaching you what verbal ex- persuasion is, is to think of being at, per- let's pretend you're back in high school. And you are at a very, very important basketball game. Now you're watching from the bleachers as your team and your opponent team is neck and neck. The team that's most likely to win is going to be the team that has the cheerleaders, their friends, their colleagues, their peers that are really cheering them on. So if you could imagine what it's like to be able to be cheered on If you were the one on the court playing basketball and you were going neck and neck with the opponent team and this is for championship. Now the thing that tips you over in terms of what makes a really big difference in how you perform is going to be all about how much cheerleading you can feel, you can hear on the sidelines. 
So verbal persuasion is what happens when you feel like you have people that support you. It's the encouragement that we get from others. And the reason why verbal persuasion is so effective is because we're wired to be social creatures. We're wired to connect with other individuals. It's all part of the evolutionary process of wanting to survive, of wanting to connect to other people. And so if you're facing a situation in which you don't feel like you can accomplish something, I want you to go find someone that's your biggest cheerleader. And I want you to ask them to record perhaps a 30-second clip for you, encouraging you, telling you the things that you're really good at, encouraging you in the sense that they believe that you're capable of achieving that thing. And I want you to play that over and over and over again whenever you have a free moment. And really listen to the words and how you feel when you understand this person that loves you, the person that you love, or a person that you love, is supporting you so enthusiastically. What that does to your level of self-efficacy. The fourth example of how to increase self-efficacy is something called physiological arousal. Physiological arousal is the body's way of creating tension. So when we think of a spring, we coil and coil and coil up a spring. And when we let go, we notice the spring bounce. So the only way that we can actually create action is to create tension. So a very important way for us to be able to create action is through tension. So physiological arousal in the form of very low anxiety actually helps us to be able to perform. This is why they say when you're about to go up on stage, if you don't feel any type of anxiety, if you don't feel nervous at all, it probably means you're not going to do a very good job. However, on the flip side of that, if you have so much anxiety that you're crippled by it, you're probably also going to step onto the stage and not do very well. And so just like the normal curve that we can consider within the field of sociology and psychology, there is an optimal level of anxiety that we can feel, arousal that we can feel to help us perform. And so if you're ever feeling like you have this mindset or feeling like I can't do this, having those thoughts, one of those things that you can do is tap into the physiological arousal that your body is actually creating for you. That tension that your body is creating is something that you can use. It's energy. It's fuel that you can tap into to actually perform. So if at any point in time in your life, or perhaps now is also a good time to consider this, if you want to help yourself grow, if you want to be that bigger, better version of yourself, you understand that there is a little comfort box that we create, boundaries that we create to keep ourselves experiencing life in a very small way. And if you notice that the reason why you have a very difficult time stepping beyond that comfort zone is because you're afraid that you can't or you won't be capable of completing X, Y, or Z, then understand that there are now within your back pocket, you have four little tricks, little tools that you can engage in, you can use, that you can pull out whenever you want to help you to ease that fear, to help you to increase the sense of self-efficacy. I hope that was helpful for you guys. If you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to me. I would love to hear from you. It's Dr. J at Your Life Inspired at drj at yourlifeinspired.com. So I'll talk to you soon.